What does it mean? What does it mean if Deion Sanders succeeds right away? What does it mean for Colorado? What does it mean for college football? What does it mean for everyone in general? I'm going to talk about that and more on today's episode of Locked on Buffs. You are Locked on Buffs, your daily podcast on the Colorado Buffaloes. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, everybody? This is Locked on Buffs. I am your host, Kevin Borba. On um, today's episode, we're talking about what it means if Deion Sanders succeeds right away, if Coach Prime leads Colorado to a successful season right away, if the transfers all hit, all the coordinator position change, all the coordinator stuff works, everything. I'm going to talk about that. We're going to talk about Shadur and Travis, where they rank as top transfers, what their impact will be, and then Dion was compared to the son of all things. So what does that mean? Dion is the son. Think of that. Think on that. We're going to get philosophical, maybe. Um, but before we get philosophical and dive into Colorado football, um, this episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, the official sportsbook of Locked On. Make every moment more. Visit FanDuel.com slash Locked On today to get started. Okay. So, 24-7 has a great um, podcast by the name of Josh Pate, um, content creator, because um, he does YouTube as well. Um, he recently was asked a question, and I thought his response was perfect. It, he was doing like a mailbag thing, and on uh, someone tweeted at him, what happens if Colorado's transfers uh, hit or succeed right away? And I think that has been, I want to say my biggest, it's not a criticism I have, it's just like a, something that could either hurt or help the team. If the transfers, all of them, like say, because they brought in, we'll say 50. They brought in 50 transfers. They need about 35 of them, I would say, to be contributors. Um, obviously, you need 11 starters 11, um, on each side, and then you need some backups to, that could come in and rotate in there and pick up right where the starters left off. I would say they need over half of those uh, transfers to hit. And while I'm not saying that's not possible, um, it's just a very big ask for a team that has so many new players with a lot of them um, who haven't. There's some that have had big roles and then there's some who haven't. And so it's kind of like a, a melting pot of experience. Um, we're going to find out what what they look like once they start playing. That's really the only way we could determine how good they could be. Um, but Josh Pate was talking about what it would take for for Colorado to be good. And it was the transfer class to hit. And so if the transfer class hits, then Colorado has the number one transfer class in the country. That means they should probably be winning a bowl game and nearing eight, nine wins. That's if everything goes right. Um, he also said that if everything goes right, that means Shadur Sanders um, is succeeding right away. Um, maybe Colorado has a, one of the Pac-12 Player of the Year awards or something like that. So I thought that was an interesting, an interesting query because here's the thing. If Deion Sanders, Coach Prime, wants to succeed right away, he really needs to make sure all of his transfers, are, or at least most of his transfers hit, um, that they succeed. And so success from them equals success for him, and success for him equals, well, Colorado just took over college football. Because, let me tell you, and this is the point I was alluding to, if Colorado wins, say, seven, eight games, look, look the heck out because they're going to be unstoppable on the recruiting trail. Um, I think, and this is what our recruiting analysts talked talk to us about a while, a couple, I think it was last week or the week before. Recruits want to see Colorado win. Um, they want to see the on-field product. Or they, if they don't win, they want to see improvement from obviously the years prior. 
if Colorado's winning, that's improvement. If they're winning, that lures people to Colorado even more. Colorado's already brought in a top 20 recruiting class. They've already brought in the number one transfer class. So having success on the field is only going to make it easier for Deion Sanders, for Coach Prime to recruit. Um, so winning and the transfer, transfer portal class hitting right away makes everyone's life easier at Colorado. It means their talent is going to be a lot more deeper, a lot deeper, excuse me, and everything in between. They're going to have more interest from pro people. They might be able to flip some of these guys. Um, that corner, that five-star corner that committed to Georgia that was maybe interested in Colorado, maybe he goes to Colorado instead of Georgia. Um, I think they just need a season of proof to kind of get people to jump on board even more because I think there's already – a change in, um, for lack of a better term, vibe around Colorado when it comes to recruits. I think most recruits, 95% of recruits, are somewhat interested in Colorado now. They got Coach Prime. They have a great coaching staff. They have top transfers, um, top recruiting class. But it's like, uh, I don't know. I don't know what they're going to be. If they show that they're one of the better teams in the country, that makes everybody's job easier because recruits are going to want to come there and Coach Prime's already great at recruiting. Like, I'm not, I'm not saying he can't recruit, but when you got kids lining up wanting to come there, that makes your job even easier. So I think for Deion Sanders to, to succeed right away, it means the transfers hit. It means Shadur Sanders is one of the better quarterbacks in the Pac-12. It means the trenches are really good. And it also means his job is going to get a whole lot easier as a recruiter. So that'll be something to look out for. Um, I definitely think it's possible um, for Colorado to – I would say be in the mix to be one of those shocking teams. Um, we've already talked about how they're one of the teams that could um, emerge as the best team or not the best team, but emerge as have the biggest leap the next year. And I think that's very possible. And I love the point that Josh Pate made. So if you want to go check out more of what he said, go check him out over where he, wherever he does his stuff. But yeah, Colorado, if they, if everything goes right, Colorado, if Colorado gets successful, let's let, we'll just go with this. If Colorado has success, everybody in the Pac-12 better look out. That's all I'm going to say. Um, also, you guys need to look out for FanDuel. FanDuel is the official sports betting partner of this podcast. Uh, baseball season is in full swing, and there's no better place to get in get in on the action than FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Because right now, new customers get a no sweat first bet up to one thousand dollars. That's up to one thousand dollars back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Just go to FanDuel.com/slash/locked-on to join today. Um, go bet on Shohei Otani hitting home runs. Dude hits a home run at 160 miles per hour every day. It seems like um, don't miss your chance to snag a first sweat. No. A no sweat first bet up to $1,000 when you join FanDuel today. Just go to FanDuel.com slash locked on. FanDuel, the official partner of Major League Baseball. Major League Baseball, trademarks used with permission. Okay, let's dive into Shadur and Travis. Um, I think when we talk about the 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 transfers that at Colorado, there's two that kind of stand out above everybody else. It's not that um, nobody cares about the other ones, but there's there's kind of an allure, uh, an, uh, an attraction to these guys because they're one one of them is Deion Sanders' son, and he's an elite quarterback that at the, that was he was elite at Jackson State, and so now everybody wants to see if he could translate that to Colorado, the Power Five, and then the other former number one recruit that's kind of shocked everybody 
um, his entire college tenure. I mean, he was supposed to go to Florida State, ended up in Jackson State, and now he's at Colorado uh, looking to, to, to be great again. Um, so on three, wrote um, the top 25 most impactful 2023 Division II FCS, which that's where Jackson State was, FCS, and group of five transfers making the jump to Power Five. Number one on that list, Travis Hunter. Um, this is what they said about him. On three's number one overall prospect, transfer prospect, Hunter figures to make an impact at Colorado at receiver, corner, and returner in 2023. The former five-star recruit was a two-way star at Jackson State as a freshman picking up, picking off two passes while catching four touchdowns. Um, let me talk about that a little bit. I don't know if he's going to return. Um, I think they got some other guys that have more returning, or I want to say more returning abilities, but have returning abilities and I don't think you want to risk Travis be on the field that much. I think you obviously it's great to use him all the ways you can get the ball in his hands, but returning, I don't, I don't want, I wouldn't personally want to do that. I just feel like that's a free shot from the defense at him. Um, obviously you, you would hope that nobody's being dirty, but you never know. Um, I would rather just him play offense, defense, whatever. But again, Travis Hunter, Deion Sanders, coach prime has already said he's better than he was at this age. Uh, my former co-host John Garcia said he's got the best ball skills he's ever seen at the high school level. Um, so Travis Hunter is going to ha have he's going to have the platform now. I think that was the only thing he was missing at Jackson State was health because he had to miss a few games and the platform. Um, while Jackson State was probably the the HBCU team or FCS team that saw the most television games televised games. Colorado is going to be on Big Noon kickoff for their first two games. They're going to be on ESPN. Um, Pac-12 after dark for one game. They're going to be on Fox Sports. They're going to be televised just about every week. So that gives Travis the opportunity to really show the world how good he is, the college football world, how good he is. Um, and I'm really excited to see what his potential is because if someone who is Deion Sanders, the, the GOAT defensive back, says he's better than me at this age than I was, that's pretty crazy. Um, that's high praise. And Coach Prime is someone who, when they ask him, if uh, he could cover NFL receivers in today's era, he told them it wasn't fair for them, for those receivers. So for him, someone who is very confident in his skill set and thinks to this day that he's better, he's one of the best players of, to ever play the game of football and says that this guy's better than him, that speaks highly of him. Next up was Shadur Sanders. He came in at number three. Um, obviously, he's the quarterback. And this is what they said. Deion Sanders told everybody that the Buffs had their quarterback, their QB1 for 2023, bringing his son Shadur over from Jackson State. The 6'2", 250-pound junior threw for 3,700 yards with four, 40 touchdowns and six picks in his second season as a Tiger starter. In the spring, Sanders looked smooth operating Sean Lewis's flash-fast offense, which is now flat um, Buffs-fast, I believe, offense, while pass protection will be an issue at times The Jackson Strait Transfer is likely going to put up good numbers in the go-go spread attack. Um, here's the thing about the uh, when it comes to Shadur Sanders. Realistically, and they kind of alluded to it there um, before we continue on, uh, if you guys are interested in the NBA draft, which is coming up, Locked On NBA's mock draft special is here, and it's bigger than ever. Follow along all the, the entire first round in a six-episode ultimate mock draft experience. Only Locked On can deliver all episodes are available now on Locked on NBA, Big Board on YouTube, or wherever you listen to your podcast. So go check that out. Um, but what I was saying, Shadur Sanders, I think there's going to be two things that really plague Shadur at Colorado, at least in year one, at least in the first um, one of these things in the first few weeks. If he tries to force throws, 
Shadur Sanders has one of the strongest arms in college football. I don't think many people realize that because, again, not many people were as dialed into Jackson State as it should have been or could have been, but he has a huge arm. Um, Carson Strong comparisons, which a little flick of the wrist by Carson Strong, and that thing was zipping 75 yards down the field. Um, but we saw in the spring game, um, he tries to force pa- passes sometimes. He gets a little, uh, I think, arm strength reliant. If he can kind of cut back on that, and obviously there's going to be mistakes. I'm not saying he's going to play perfect. But if he could cut back on forcing it into tight windows that aren't necessary, he'll be okay. But the more, the bigger concern I have for him isn't really something that's on him. It's on the offensive line. Um, the offensive line, I would say, is probably the most mysterious unit for Colorado. Um, and mysterious in the sense that we have no idea who's going to start. We have no idea how good they could be. Um, the offensive line, the entire spring ball period was the group that the coaches were like, could be better, could be better. Um, we're not w- where we thought we'd be. Um, they haven't learned the offense that well yet. And so I ought to, obviously you don't want your quarterback getting clobbered back there. And so I think they're going to have a big ask um, from these offense linemen, making sure that they protect Shadur. Um, and I think that's my biggest concern for Shadur is how, how good is he when the pocket is constantly collapsing? Um, how good is he when he's got a, he has to throw on the run? Obviously, I know that Sean Lewis's offense is all about getting the ball out quick, um, quick movements, quick plays, everything's quick. But you have to be able to throw the ball um, and not be on your back. And so I think this offensive line is probably going to be the biggest deter, um, determining factor of whether Shadur Sanders finds success or not. And I quite frankly don't know where I stand on obvious, how good they are. We'll have to wait and see. We're in wait and see mode for Colorado. But the offensive line is probably my biggest concern for Shadur um, because they're not protecting him. He can move, but no quarterback is good enough to where they are constantly on the run and they could still help win games because at some point it's got to you got to get some protection. And so if these guys can't protect them, it's going to affect the rest of the team. So hopefully that offensive line is put in work. If you're a bus fan, you got to hope and pray that that offensive line could block. Um, we're going to talk about why Deion Sanders, Coach Prime, was compared to the sun um, when we come back um, from our quick little break. Okay. Coach Prime, um, he did a great interview with Joel Klatt last week, and the content is still rolling from it. Um, he talked about things such as what their expectations were. He talked about the mess he inherited um, this past season, the, basically the the lack of culture, or I guess the the bad culture that he inherited um, from this past, the previous regime, the 1-11 roster. Uh, he also um, talked with Joel Klatt, who – former Colorado quarterback, very high on him. And I must have missed this part. He said, and this was a comparison that Joel Klatt made um, when he was talking to, um, oh, this was in regards to the interview, excuse me. Colin Coward was interviewing Joel Klatt about his interview with uh, Coach Prime. So Colin Coward asked um, the question, is Coach Prime a good fit for Colorado? And Joel Klatt said, great, here's the thing. Dion is a, is a refrigerator, right? He's not the glass of milk in the room. The glass of milk is going to turn it into whatever temperature the room is in. Dion is going to turn every every around everything around him into his temperature. He is the sun. He is the gravity. He is the magnet. That is what's so great about him. Um, 
And then he continued talking about recruiting and said, they don't have a great recruiting base. No, no, no. Dion is the recruiting base. That is what you don't understand. Is he going to fit in Boulder? No, no, no. Is Boulder going to fit with Dion? Like Dion is his own gravitational pull, which is why he's so perfect for them. They need this like they need air to breathe. He makes them absolutely relevant, which I think that's an interesting way to put it. And I think it's totally true. Um, I think a lot of the times when people think of college coaches, it's like, is he a fit? Um, like Brian Kelly, when he went from Notre Dame to LSU, people were like, is he going to be a fit at LSU? He came from Notre Dame, a Catholic university, has academic requirements, academic standards that down there in Baton Rouge, they do not have. Uh, not saying that Baton Rouge is not a good school. I know someone that goes there, but it's not the same as Notre Dame academically. But there was concerns over whether Brian Hart or Brian Harson, Brian Kelly could adapt to the culture. Uh, I think the culture in Colorado has had to and it's a good thing. Um, I thought it was kind of cool when I went out there um, to Boulder. Everybody's all in. Every restaurant I went to, every store that I walked past, there was Deion Sanders merch, Coach Prime merch. And I think everybody in Boulder has bought into Colorado. So it's like we we all look at the sun. The sun kind of gives us sunlight, gives us warmth, gives us a tan. Um, Deion Sanders, he's going to give Colorado, he got him relevance. He's going to get him recruits. He's going to get him victories. And that's what that program needs. That's that's what that city needs. That's what that town needs. And so for him to, for people to still be curious if it's the right fit, I think people don't understand, one, how much Boulder has has welcomed him, um, has responded to him. But they don't understand that everybody loves him there. Um, he's a literal icon. Um, when I went to the spring game, I was shocked to see how many people were uh, not shocked, but it's just like a little shocking, I guess, I guess for lack of a better term, to see the intrigue by Coach Prime. Um, you would have thought that Colorado was fresh off back-to-back championships like Georgia with all the people that were there supporting him. Um, so I love the analogy there by Joel Klatt. Um, Joel Klatt had a great interview with Dion, um, Coach Prime, this past week. So go check it out. Uh, it was really revealing. Um, Coach Prime talked about last year's roster, like I said. He talked about himself. He talked about... Um, he doesn't try to go viral. It just is what he does. He, they talk about everything. And I think it's really cool to kind of see the person to person. My dang mic. Um, they, it's kind of gives us the, the personal side of coach prime. And we, I don't say we don't get that, but it not in that, at that level. I think even in the, the well-off media stuff, he, he's obviously, always in the moment it feels like so for there to be no players around him just sitting down learning about him thought it was really cool and so i think colorado fans um they have every right to be excited about coach prime and what he's going to do for this program and realistically the the better he does um i think the more people are going to rally around him and i think he's poised for success that's why i already said that colorado is going to take a huge jump i i don't I don't think it's too crazy to say that they'll be flirting with a bowl game in year one. I don't think it's too crazy to say that they're going to become a national recruiting power um, because they probably already are. Um, recruiting is a little weird right now. Um, some programs are hitting the hitting the road really hot. They're landing recruits left and right, while others are kind of going slow, slow and steady, um, building relationships. Um, they just got to uh, get guys on campus for official visits. And I think that's where Colorado is. They're kind of slow and steady getting guys on a campus for official visits. And when they do, it works out. They landed three recruits 
two weeks ago or last week, whatever it was. Um, so the Buffs, they're they're in the right direction. They're headed in the right direction, and it's all thanks to one man who, I guess, we could co- compare to the son, um, Deion Sanders, Coach Prime, the son of Boulder, um, the prodigal son, if you will. Um, but yeah, I think there's a lot to be excited about if you're a Colorado fan. Again, if you're a Buffs fan just enjoy the ride. Um, if they have success, I talked about that earlier. It means everything went right. Shadur Sanders is clicking. The offensive line is protecting Shadur. Travis Hunter's doing his thing. Um, the transfers for the most part, all hit. They, they are all productive or they all provide some sort of production, um, that the team needs. There's a big opportunity for Colorado in year one, and you guys won't want to miss it. Um, follow along this episode or this, this podcast locked on buffs. We'll be here every single day. Um, talking about what they need to do. Um, coming up on Wednesday, I'm going to have John Garcia back on. We're going to be talking about the Elite 11 and how Danny O'Neill did. So you won't want to miss it. Uh, make sure to like, subscribe, share. I appreciate you guys. Have a great Monday.